When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to another episode of What's Up, Belly Up, a podcast brought to you by Belly Up Sports. Here are your hosts for today's show, Mike Brown and Zach Mack. Welcome into What's Up Belly Up episode five. I'm your host, Mike Brown. Zach Mack here with me. We got a great slate of topics like usual. Uh, Zach, how, how you doing tonight, big guy? Yeah, man. Happy New Year. First uh, yeah. first week 18 of our lives is upon us. It's a good time. Yeah. This is going to be a fun show. I'm excited. So how, how has your, how do you feel to this point, your new year? Uh, what are we, six days in, seven, six, yeah. How's it been so far? Because I'm going to tell you a little bit about my new year. Yeah, yeah. Um, before you get into yours, um, I, I made no resolutions this year, so I'm doing great, actually. Fantastic. Probably smart, probably smart. Uh, yeah, made some resolutions last year, and I don't think I completed a single one of them. So uh, we're going we're gonna to bat a 1,000 this year by making no resolutions and doing no resolutions. What's uh, what, what's there new you in go. your year? Well, uh, three things. Um, one, obviously, we talked about last episode. That was right before the new year. I about cut my finger off. We're, we're feeling a little better now. No bandage, uh, but still numbness, tingling, can't feel my finger. Um, today, we pushed the start back a little bit because I uh, had the old dentist appointment. First dentist appointment a little bit. Um, when I say a little bit, about 15 years. Um, but um, I don't know. Now, let me... 
let me tell you, I take care of my teeth. I just haven't gone to the dentist. So, Bro, I'm not judging. I take day. shit care of my teeth. I never go. So, uh, so uh, I knew I was having some some tooth pain. So I said, man, I got to take care of this. So went in consultation. Doctor said, hey, man, your teeth actually look pretty good. He's like, but you know, I probably got to put a crown on the back one. I said, all right, cool. So uh, we, he's like signing me up. He's like, all right, we can get you back in. Blah blah. So I was like getting ready to to leave, and there and she come in. She's like, honestly, to tell you the truth, I I can clear my schedule. She's like, I'm pretty well booked for the for the next month. She's like, I can get you in now. So, so yeah, you know, knocked it out. Uh, got two crowns today. Now we're we're getting off the numb train. That's why we pushed it back a little bit. I text Zach, so we're gonna push it back a little bit. I'm not drilling on myself, but uh, worst part, about two three nights ago, Tuesday night. Uh, it hasn't been very cold in Ohio. I mean, we Bro, it gets worse. You lost yet. you lost a finger and and a tooth, and it gets worse. Yeah, it, it, it's yeah. This is I mean, like I said, I mean, I've got a whole uh, three hundred days to go yet in the in the year. So, um, but uh, you know, it hasn't been that cold in Ohio, and we got a wood burning fireplace, a nice fireplace. Our house is six years old. We built it. Uh, haven't had any issues, and I'm thinking, ah, you know. We, we just got the chimney clean not too long ago, so let's let's fire her up. So I had the wood burner growing or going for about, you know, a couple hours. My wife came home with some uh, Happy Meals for the kids and, and and the little boxes that the Happy Meals go in. Like, I didn't want to throw them in the trash. I didn't want to throw them out in the garage. We usually throw the cardboard out in the garage and I burn it. I just didn't want to pile them up. So I just tossed one in the fire and closed it. And, like, my wife's like, what's that noise? And she's like, is that a motorcycle? And I looked at her, like, seriously, like, we're in the middle of winter. Like, no, there's not like a motorcycle gang like, rolling by our house. And like we did, it sounded like a jet engine. So I'm like, man, I got like, I'm going to go outside. What's going on? And lo and behold, I go outside, look on the road, nothing. I turn around and look at my house and it looks like, a, a, it looks like there's a sparkler coming from my chimney. Like, dude, yeah, dude, I saw this on, on Twitter. Dude, Adriana, can you get this, throw this on the, throw this on the. Full on sparkler. Uh, a fireball shot up through my roof and i mean this thing was going crazy like i yeah i mean it's just kind of hard to see here here's the front uh, that the top left right there's my chimney and that is full on a fireball went up my chimney i I must have some creosol in there and so yeah there's a fireball and so i call my buddies on the fire department i said you know what's going on and and i post this on twitter on facebook and, and probably shouldn't have because people obviously thought my house was on fire when it wasn't, but very well could have been. So, dude, I saw this up here. Short. For those on the podcast, oh, yeah, there you go. go check out our video because we're showing a video right now. I thought this was a UFO, and they were like beaming down, abducting you, <laughs> Take, just pulling us out of the chimney. And and you're like, your chairs right. are upside down right here. What's going on with that? Like, I was like, this doesn't look right. Uh, the winds, the winds. We had some horrible winds, so I flipped them upside down. So yes, so yes, that is literally outside, and I'm watching my house burn down. And yes, no, but uh, but either way, uh, you know, six days in, a lot going on. I can only imagine what the rest of the year has to hold, but uh. But yeah, other than that, you know, I, I didn't make any uh, resolutions, although I, I did. I didn't make a resolution, but I do. I really do want to get in the gym, but I, I am purposely not getting in the gym until like February because you're you're going to essentially beat that. Cr- or, I mean, pass that crowd that January 1st, that resolution. So, but, yeah, but get, anyway, you get, you get one month off for every chimney that you burn too. So yeah, yeah something like that. So, so yeah, so here we are. Uh, back uh, episode five. Glad we're able to talk about it. Uh, I'm able to to sit in in the home studio like Zach. And, and I noticed behind you, Zach, you, you do you should have some big things kind of coming. I see some boxes behind you, things packed up. You know, you a little change of scenery, or yeah, yeah, we got boxes back here. We got a bunch of stuff piled up. The 
the rest of the place looks like a mess. It's it's boring in here. Everything's off the walls. But yeah, 20 days. We're moving down to Tampa. We found this. this I don't know if you can see it behind me. This half finished pick, uh, painting that my girlfriend was doing. And we like while we were packing, we found it. And I was like, I was like, that is legit. She's like, that's it's not finished. I said, I said, it not being finished is the coolest part about it. Like you still know what it is. And so I was that's like, I'm putting fresh, that behind right? me. Yeah. It's like so, a tattoo or something going on, but so so yeah, going to Tampa. You, uh, I mean, we can, I mean, we can just get right into it. Tampa, you know, AB is is no longer there. You know, I figure what you just you're just gonna slide in for him. Uh, obviously, uh, like I said, getting right into it, we'll just kick it right off with Antonio Brown. Um, if you've been living under rock, you don't know what's going on. Antonio Brown walked out on his team. Uh, at one minute he walked out on his team. The other minute he was talked down to by his coach and he just said enough of this the other next minute he was asking for two million dollar uh, incentives earlier um but yeah here's a video per- most people have seen it by now but uh but either way uh you know i mean I, I guess if you're playing the jets it doesn't really matter but since then he's been uh cut released um but a lot of a lot of um he's a lefty a lot of stuff, yeah. yeah. A lot of stuff going on right now, and you know, I, I told I was going to tell you to get the producer on. To uh, did, you, did you ever see his uh, player uh, uh, picture for the Chippewas? For, no, I don't um, think I have. Dude, he's like shit clean. I mean, he's like buzzed hair, and on the bottom, he's got a gold grill, and he's smiling like this. And like it, it's great, but uh, but yeah. So you're you're going to Tampa, huh? AB's out, Zach Max in. So, but uh, what what do you, what do you think about that? There's a lot of chatter going back and forth between the team, between him. He he's the type of person that you don't want to cross because he's crazy. And you're seeing that he's literally airing like conversations, uh, text messages, content, stuff like that. I mean, I I'll be surprised if he ever plays again. But this could be very detrimental to Bruce Arians and the rest of those those about. guys. You know, oh yes, isn't that great? <laughs> <laughs> and then JJ Watt next to him. That is isn't hilarious. That <laughs> oh my yes, god! Uh, it, yeah, man. Uh, and, uh, Antonio Brown. I mean, I, I put it on Twitter. I wrote that article uh, uh, three. It's three no, years it was, ago, I think, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it was like three and a half years ago. Something, like something yeah. crazy. Yeah. Um, honestly, looking back on it, I feel bad for writing it. Um, I didn't know that I didn't know that he was going to trend the way he was. <laughs> he's trending now. Um, just, you know, just with thing after thing. Um, but it was a satire piece by him and CTE. And, and, uh, but this is, uh, I'll be honest. I'm on, I'm on AB's side on this one. I don't know if you saw the statements that came out. I think they were today, this morning. Well, Antonio Brown's came out either yesterday or the day before, and then the Bucks came out with a statement today. Um, and I don't know, AB coming forward first, his, his, his description was a lot more detailed um of of the events that went on and the bucks kind of just sat back and just waited for him to put out a statement and then just kind of attacked what they wanted to attack on the statement yeah so to me the bucks look a little fishy here i don't know it's gonna play out but it's just unfortunate to see uh you know whether whether it was mental health issues or yes or people taking advantage of his image and trying to portray mental health issues on him when he really was screwed over you know that would be a, a terrible case as well. I just think it's a lose-lose situation, you know. 
that that was exactly what I was gonna say. Whether it was CT removed, he, it was kind of like you know the second coming of AB. You know, he, he he still showed he had a lot in the tank. He's with Tom Brady. He had a lot to be thankful for with Tom Brady. He said that. Um, you know, you you wish him the best, and then and then instantly this happens, and you're like, oh, it's just it's got to be you know CTE. Like, but then you're like kind of getting down into it, and you're like, oh, you know, I I don't know. Like this is. Something's going on here, so it'll be interesting to see what transpires the rest of the way out. But, uh, you know, hope for the best uh, for him. Honestly, you know, as much as we joke around and have fun. But uh, but either way, you, you want to see what's best for him. But, uh, but uh, yeah, that's kind of where the news was this week. But uh, moving on, uh, we got some real football to be played, even though uh, Tampa Bay are still very much in the thick of things. Uh, we got the Titans take the AFC lead from the Chiefs, which – I don't know necessarily anybody thought this could happen, especially with Derrick Henry going down when he did. They didn't have uh, uh, A.J. Brown for the longest time. Julio Julio Jones has been, I mean, nothing for them. Um, you know, we'll talk a little about Packers, uh, Ravens, stuff like that. But did you did you think? I mean, I, I mean, I feel like the Titans are still playing very well. Like, did you think? And there and there's very very real chance that Derrick Henry can come back for the playoff run. It looked like he's trending that way, so they're only going to get better. So did you think this could happen, especially with – I mean, I, I felt like the Chiefs should have just ran away with it. Yeah, no, this feels very much under the radar. Um, to me, I feel like, you know, with the Chiefs, it, it, it's tough because, like, the Chiefs struggled at the beginning of the year, right, and then they went on that eight-game win streak. Um, and then, you know, Tennessee takes the uh, the AFC – one seed which is important now because only the one seed gets a buy so uh oh yeah absolutely so i know i feel like it's under the radar when henry went down i think i kind of you know i never i never counted tennessee out you know i was always like they're gonna be a playoff team but i never was like you know they, they could take the one seed so and and i live in tennessee so like there and there's absolutely I think I feel like I say this every two episodes, but there nobody in Memphis cares about the Titans at all. So <laughs> it's like, but no, no. To answer your question, I did I didn't expect it, um, but it also doesn't surprise me. I mean, I think Mike Vrabel is like that dude. Like he is. Oh, like, I, I love it. He just yeah. swag. I think I think Dan Campbell could very much be like that. He's a poor man's but, Mike I mean, Vrabel. I feel like like I feel like Mike Vrabel yeah. is Dan Campbell on steroids. Yes, but you know, there's a lot to be said. We don't want to put them in the same breath. Maybe we're hoping, but again, that goes back to our, our Detroit ties. But uh, so, so if, if you've been with us since episode one, Zach and I both very much had a team that we were like not rooting against, but just kind of like we didn't want to see them just ride into the sunset. But we kind of knew that they would. Mine was the Packers, obviously the state of top of the NF, uh, NFC and the entire NFL at, at this point. Um, and they play our beloved Lions this week, which the only good thing about that is at this point, I don't care about the draft picks. There's no home run, I feel like, in, in the draft, especially for what we need. No quarterback. So, you know, this may play into our benefit. No Aaron Rodgers. There should, I mean, they should pretty much rest everybody. Um, so they're just kind of going to float into the playoffs. Uh, so for the Lions, yeah, it'd be nice. You know, I mean, most people fantasy-wise, um, most people fantasy-wise don't, really care about this week but uh but overall i mean our i mean we talk about it is there any surprise that the packers are where they are right now it's funny because um uh well first off i see that comment up there what's up beth thanks for hanging out um yeah this was never the plan 
to to keep track of these teams, but they irked us. They pissed us off so much from episode one that we kind of have been just like following their path. Um, but you're right. The Packers line. I mean, the Packers are in, right? I think I don't know if they have the. I don't think they have the one seed locked up, but. Um, yeah, I don't. Yeah, but, I think they have the number one, like there. But really, the only way that the Lions get the number one pick is if the Jaguars. Oh, win. you're saying the Lions? I'm sorry. No. Yeah, well, no, yeah. I was talking about the Packers at first. I, I'm sorry. Okay. But, but sorry, yeah. Back. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so the Lions are pretty much their their top two pick now. Um, I mean, if we get lucky and we get the first pick, it's because the Jags win Week 18, which is not going to happen. So you know, and then and then even if the Jags uh, lose and we win, we still get the second pick. So um, yeah, I mean, maybe that would be cool to be like the shit season we've had, like results wise and record wise, and and the great season that the Packers have had. Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. Some people were made to follow the instructions. We were made to make our own. To always measure twice and never cut corners. Unless, of course, we've got a compound miter saw. Northern Tool and Equipment is a problem solver's paradise. There's nothing we can't find, fix, or figure out together. We're made for this. Start solving your projects today at northerntool.com. Even though they went through all the shit, really in the, yeah, in the in the in the preseason, it would be awesome to be like, yeah, well, we're one and zero in week eighteen, you know, and you're zero and one all time in week eighteen. Yes, so, that's, like, you know I'll what? That's that. that's very yes. That is a true Lions fan thinking about things like, how can we be better than anybody Thanks, else? Dan. Well, you said eight, once he's eighteen, there we go. Field, so. Yes. Yes, Dan right there, MD Fantasy Show. You want real fantasy news, real football news right there. We just talk about sports. Uh, we kind of go back and forth. But, yes, right there is a good show. Dude, I love that show. Uh, I tune but, in that show as often as I can, dude. He's awesome. But, uh, no, absolutely. You find just, you know, like we're running. Oh, Ryan, yep, there's the beloved Jets fan. Uh, for those tuning – I mean, listening to a podcast version, obviously we are live on YouTube – Twitter and Facebook right now. So we get some comments coming and we're throwing some comments up. Um, but it's awesome to, to see, see people jump in. Um, Zach, you uh, basically ruined the Ravens in episode one. You want to kind of, kind of go through that and, and kind of explain to the people at home. Yeah, man. Uh, that, that was funny to me because I said in episode one, I clipped it. Even we put it on Twitter. I said, these are the biggest pretenders ever. And yeah, we talked about them having injuries and whatnot, but, and, and they've just looked and granted they've had more injuries since I said that. So, you know, it is what it is, but still I buried them. I said they were the biggest pretenders ever and now they're struggling to get into the playoffs. Um, so I, I said that they were going to lose the first playoff game that they had and now they might not even get one, which, uh, it's just nice to see, you know, I don't think, I don't, I don't, like I said, I'm, I'm upset because they hit a 66 yard field goal and I won't let it go. And that's on me. And I understand that, but but I don't have to let it go, okay? <laughs> which, which, like you said, we, we kind of alluded to. Lions, it sounds like, you know, they'll be locked in at, at, you know, 
a top two draft pick, probably probably number two. Um, they're also going to have the uh, um, the Rams pick later in the first round. I've seen a lot of different things. Uh, you know, there's really there's a lot of uh, defensive ends, cornerbacks, and a lot of linemen this year. Granted, we could you know use defensive end, we could use some corners, but I feel like our cornerbacks in this is. I mean, by no standards, uh, great corners, but I feel like what we've thrown out there, a lot of these guys are like, you know, special team players. So they're fighting for their lives. And a lot of them, I think, have been pretty, pretty decent, at least for the most part, for the Lions. So, yeah, I mean, granted, there's always the opportunity to upgrade. You're not going to get a quarterback in this draft, at least a day one starter. So there's no point in wasting that pick. Uh, there's nobody going to be up there. I think Oregon's uh, defensive end, well, I mean, I guess depending on what the Jags, but he, he's essentially going to be your, your first to go. Matt Carroll, I believe, Coral is that maybe that starting quarterback. I think he's going to need groomed, but you're not talking to the first-round talent. So do you have anybody maybe on your radar? I, I've seen a lot of people say maybe we should just trade back or just kind of do something you know, later in the first round because there's really for us for what we need. I saw some mocks at a linebacker. I mean, I, I feel like number two, this is like the worst year to have number one, probably the top five pick. Yeah, I, uh, you know, I'm no draft expert. Um, and, and to be honest, the Lions situation is not one where one guy's going to, you know, solve. Yes, exactly. We, just traded away Stafford who like, you know, I would take him over. I feel like, no, I wouldn't necessarily say I would take him over a number two pick, but I, you know, still the point is um, if, if all we needed was one guy, we probably wouldn't have got rid of Stafford. Um, So we've got Okuda who didn't play this year. He's, you know, obviously hyped. Don't know how great he's going to be. I feel like, I feel like we need a, a pass rush. I don't really know, dude. I don't know. Like I said, one guy's not going to fix our, our issues. We I think we've got a long way to go. I like the way St. Brown's playing, obviously. You know, five straight games with eight-plus receptions. That's cool. Um, I, I'm just not expecting like a – I'm not expecting like even if we do like an A-plus draft that we go 11 and – what would it be, 11 and six now? Uh, yeah, so I don't, uh, you know, I don't think we're like eleven and six, even if we get an A plus draft, you know, unless like a lot of other things go right. So you're talking, uh, you're talking like you know, free agency and stuff like that. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, or other yeah, teams struggling. Speaking, you know, yeah. Akuda, there was a lot of hype around him. He graded out really well. He first year he's banged up a little bit, took him back to get in there. So essentially, he's he really hasn't had a full season because then this year he tore his Achilles. So I mean it's hard to believe going into his third season, he's just outside of his rookie year because he hasn't even actually played a full 17 game season, let alone 18 games. So it'll be interesting to, to kind of see how that transpires. Um, but speaking of Okuda, you know, kind of getting into, uh, and actually we, we didn't have this on here uh, before I speaking of Okuda real quick. I do want to have your, your take quick because I've always mentioned this, that I've always been a Baker guy. I've always been a Browns guy kind of bandwagon following them um, with him. Uh, news of him, the torn labor, obviously he's having surgery. He's going to be ready for camp. Uh, there's no guarantee based off his contract and stuff like that. What do you think? I mean, obviously everybody's talking about this, but what, what if you're the Browns and you're weighing your season and that roster, what you, what you have is Baker, the quarterback that you're still committed to, or are you 
trying to find somebody because we've already talked about in the draft. You're not going to find somebody that's going to be better than him this year. Uh, maybe you make a trade. I don't know, you know, their cap and stuff like that. I haven't checked, but I mean, is he a guy that you're committed to? Are you trying to do like a team friendly deal? Are you just saying, you know, franchise? I, I mean, I don't know because franchise, that's big money for quarterbacks. Yeah. Yeah. But I think is he your guy. I mean, at this moment in time, I'm going to say no, you know, cause he's got this, he's got this injury and he's got to go through rehab. And, and so if I'm the Browns and I'm looking at the talent that we have on the roster, I'm thinking, like, I, I'm not I'm not committing to Baker, honestly. Like, I think I'm going to go try to, you know, get, like you said, if you get lucky with a trade or if you get – like, I think there's plenty of teams that have backups that would be better than how Baker was playing when he was injured. Right there. That comment right there, Trey Lance. Yep, right there. Backup. You want to take Trey Lance well, off? Well, you're talking, <laughs> but you, you don't even know. I mean, what's going to happen with Jimmy Garoppolo, too? So, so. That comment was, yeah, you want to take Trey, Trey Lance off my hands because he's a San Francisco fan. But it's kind of the same situation. But let me ask you this on the flip side, and then we'll move on. If you're a Lions fan and you have the opportunity to get Baker cheap, something with golf, would you take Baker to the Lions? Ooh, that's tough. I would have to think about that. Um, I don't love Jared Goff, but also feel like, I mean, he wasn't – he obviously wasn't presented with the most desirable situations in Detroit. Um, still came in with a good attitude though. And, and, but talent wise, I don't know. I, I, I honestly, I'd have to think about that. I don't know if I would take Baker over. Jerry I mean, Goff. it would have to be because, because even with that trade Stafford and golf, there was a lot of salary. Both guys, we took out a lot of cap. I was gonna say, we took on a lot of cap for golf, a lot more than he's probably worth, but yes, they said, Hey, we're not in any hurry. We're going to let it happen. Um, you know, just kind of play it. Hopefully we get somebody in here. Hey, but the thing is, is, you know, outside of the last year in uh, uh, with the Rams, you know, he it's hard to believe he was a Super Bowl quarterback. Granted, a totally different system, totally different team, way, way better. But but yes, it, obviously you can tell him being on the Lions, which actually the Lions, you know, uh, this year they graded out, I think, 14th offensive line after after the Excuse me, the long run, they had a lot of injuries. Uh, still, Goff looked like he was pissing his pants every time he took a snap. But I think Goff, we'll Goff is like, he's one of those quarterbacks that can excel if if the offense is like orchestrated correctly, you know, like, or or if it's like, I don't I don't know what the technical football phrases are. He's but, not going to make things happen himself. It right, just he's not going to step in and change all the offense. plays have to be crisp. Right, yes. Right. But if the strategy is there and it's right for him, he could be a serviceable, quarter, serviceable quarterback that can take you on a run. I mean, obviously he's done it. They, they put up three points in the Super Bowl, but, you know, still got there, you know. Yeah, no big deal. But anyway, switching uh, gears into the NCAA, uh, got Ohio State, Michigan State. They both won their bowl games. I know, uh, Zach, I was at the bar. I was texting you about that. That game, that was honestly, to me, I mean, I loved I loved uh, the Ohio State game, loved watching that, obviously, you know, what happened. Uh, exciting. But I feel like that Michigan State game was like, like, I felt like they dead in the water. They had no chance. And all of a sudden they just made like one of the greatest comebacks. And I was texting you and I know you were nervous about it, even though you didn't pick Michigan state. So I got one there, but what'd you think? What'd you think about that game? Would you compare? I mean, and I, obviously I'm Ohio state Homer, but would you compare those two games and say, you know, one of those two games so far have been the best bowl game so far, or, or, or am I just kind of throwing that out there? Well, I think the, the Ohio state Utah game definitely is like in the conversation for best bowl game that we've seen this year. 
Um, that game was just offense, 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 and and Utah going out to two scores, which I didn't expect. Um, I know I picked Utah in the game, but um, you're right. Both of our teams, both of our teams won, and both of them did it in comeback fashion. Uh, Michigan State shocked me a little bit. Um, I, I thought the way I can't remember if it was a fumble or an interception. I think it was an interception that ended it. But uh, the the Ohio State game didn't shock me as much because I kind of always it didn't matter. It, like even every time Utah went up two scores, I was like, this is like Utah's not going to win by two or three scores. Like, Ohio, this is at least Ohio State's going to make sure that at the very least this game comes down to the final drive. At the very least, even if they don't win it, it'll come down to the final drive. And yes. So, so it, and it was exciting. And and no, go ahead. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off. No, I no, I was just I was just done. I was just like that. That I, I wanted to know how you did. You watch because you were texting me during the Michigan State game, but I didn't hear from you during the Ohio State game. Ohio State game, I hid my phone because I thought it was done and over. I didn't want to check really? it. But but no, I mean yes, I I, I loved. It. I mean I mean I figured Ohio State and all the big all the big games as of recently they always go down to start. They're usually down two touchdowns, you know, and but they have the offenses come back. But Utah, I mean, literally, Ohio State's defense was miserable. And then during the game, I don't know if you you caught this. Uh, one of their players that actually sat out that game was like the the starting nickel corner that kind of played here and there just went on a tangent about how bad Ohio State kind of like uh, what Pope did a couple couple months ago linebacker uh, but just just trashing Ohio State and going on and on but so I was more enamored in the the Twitter battle uh, him blasting urban and stuff like that which which I said I, there's got to be like a 30 for 30 coming out on Urban Meyer eventually or a Netflix like documentary uh, like there's there's got to be something in that what be first, urban Meyer or Antonio Brown? I don't know. I mean, either way, I mean, they already had hard knocks, and Antonio Brown was on there. I mean, but either way, I mean, these. I mean, and then uh, not, not to get too far off is is I saw uh, Brooks Kepka or how you pronounce his name, Brooks. You talking Kup- about the golfer Kepka? Golfer Kepka, yes. I was a Kupchak. Yeah, he's the <laughs> one that uh, actually he brought up about uh, you know the only thing that we need in twenty twenty two is AB versus Jake Paul. Uh, that that'll be the next boxing match, and and I and I'm just waiting for that to happen, you know. But uh, but no, I do want to get to to Kevin again. If you guys are tuning in on our podcast, uh, we are live on YouTube, Twitter, and uh, Facebook. But we also have the the comments here going. We we throw up some comments and kind of check out the questions. Kevin, he's no stranger to Alabama football. Graduate from Alabama. Talking about the Cotton Bowl, we we're talking about some of the the greatest games or the good games this year so far. Um, I saw a thing in. in I, I don't know if Kevin tweeted or maybe or I'm sure it was uh, part of their Gump Twitter, which is uh, an Alabama thing. But oh, it, it was funny because it said it said if Alabama wins this year, it's just another year. But if Georgia wins this year, it's like you know, like the I don't know, it's like fan base gets worse or something like that. Yeah, yeah, essentially, like okay, you're talking about the SEC essentially shit the bed as far as as far as the bull records, but you you're talking about it's an SEC championship game, so that kind of outweighs itself, but it's just funny because, and then I, and I read something today, which I didn't get it. I was literally, I read it right when I was at the doctor's office leaving. It was something about Ryan day saying that uh, his offense would have been able to put up points on the, the two championship teams. And that the only reason those teams are in there is because it was a money driven thing. I don't know if it was real or whatever, 
but uh, uh, but either way, so yeah, there you go. What Kevin? Put, <clears throat> excuse me. What Kevin? Yeah, always an Auburn side fan of the story. That, so so that makes sense. Yes, it was an Auburn fan that posted that. So which uh, he's saying is we need to be more obnoxious. So, but but either way, so it's it's just one of those things. The fan base is big ten SEC. See, all those. <laughs> see, I don't think. I don't think that Alabama fans need to be more obnoxious. Okay, let me let me say it. Let's like please don't let that happen. But we're all just numb to it at this point. Alabama has been so good for so long that at first it was obnoxious. Like I lived in Atlanta and there was Alabama fans everywhere. Right? They were obnoxious. They drove me nuts. But now it's to the point where I'm like, that's just who they are. Like. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Woodhouse Nissan offers a variety of SUVs and crossovers to fit your lifestyle. Whether you're looking for an SUV with high towing capability or a crossover with all-wheel drive, you can expect a variety of safety features, plenty of seating, ample cargo space, and innovative design to tackle virtually any adventure. Explore the Nissan lineup of SUVs and crossovers featuring Rogue, Rogue Sport, Kicks, Murano, Pathfinder, and Armada. Visit one of our two Nissan locations or shop online at woodhouse.com. And I get it. Y'all win a lot. I would be happy if I won a lot too, you know? Like, I feel like that's how I was when I was a kid and the Red Wings were winning all the time. But Yeah, which actually I saw another tweet that had since since, um, uh, Vince Young uh, in Texas won, Alabama has pretty much been the dynamite, you know, the juggernaut to the point where football, like, before, Prior to that point, football, college football was fun. Now it is it is miserable. Nobody likes watching it because Alabama is so dominant. Yeah, that's awesome. Okay, I also wanted to say that because this is a rematch, and it's it's cool, right? Like fans of Georgia, fans of of Alabama, their heads are gonna get big, and they'll be like, "Yeah, this is awesome." You know, it's like everybody knew, it and and because like I, I guarantee you, nobody north of Kentucky cares about this game. None. Nobody. I don't I, like. I know a bunch of fans. Like, obviously, we're from. You're you're in Ohio. I'm from Michigan. <laughs> Talk to these people, and they're like, I'm not watching the game. Like, because we knew all along it was going to be Georgia, and then of course, who is Georgia matched up with? Alabama. And I get it. SEC people are going to love that. They're going to pump their chest out and be like, Yeah, we're the best. You know, we play best football. But as far as like nationwide, it's not. It's not good for football. We need more parity. Yeah, I, I I agree, but it's kind of like when the Patriots are winning, which the Patriots are your team, and we've got it, it, it isn't it's it's funny how we have an Alabama fan, and then his pro team is the Patriots. It's like literally the two fa- the, the the two fan bases. But I will say, well, actually, I guess I guess speaking of Kevin again, he he does have he does have ties to both because he did go to Alabama. And lives uh, in well the New England area, so so yes, but yeah, we talked about transfer portals, Kevin. Uh, again, we're talking about some some comments here uh, that just ruined college football. But anyways, 
So, like I said, uh, Matt Carell, uh, Carell uh, Ole Miss injured in the bowl games as a top draft prospect. Thoughts on the guys opting in and out? Are people too hard on these guys? Should they be able to do what they want? What What do you think? Because uh, I've got a very, I got a very strong opinion as well as I'm sure you do. Yeah, I do have a very strong opinion, but I want you to go first on this one because I usually go first. I want to hear what your opinion is. Oh no, absolutely. I think these guys, and it, it was coming from a high state fan. Yeah, it sucked. Not having Will. Pulling the old Colin Coward out. People watch Dynasty. <laughs> <laughs> But it sucked not having Wilson. It sucked not having uh, Alave. It sucked not having our players. But these guys are one injury away from career-changing money. And, Grant, you go to the NFL, you're going to make good money. But there's a lot of things. So, absolutely, these guys, for until this past season, until this past season, the NCAA did not care about individual athletes, did not care about any of these kids. They couldn't – nothing with their name, likeliness, nothing like that. So now you see the NIL, these guys are making a little money. Good for them. But absolutely, these guys, if they're the number one, potential number one pick, and they want to set it up, which I would assume a lot of these guys would probably play in the national championship, but other bowl games, you know, not so much. But even if they set up the national championship, good for them. I, I would hope that the team looks at them and says, I definitely understand it because I, I feel like the pressure put on these guys, and, and I saw the big thing about you know, Desmond Howard and Herb Street were talking about like, you know, football players are soft now. These kids are soft. You know, I get it. The time was totally different. But you're also talking when Herb Street and Howard were playing, you know, a couple hundred thousand dollars. You're, you're talking a couple, you know, like it, it wasn't as big. Now you're talking multi-million dollars. You know, the, these guys don't sign the contracts that baseball players do, you know, for $300 million. And, and the rookie contracts are a lot smaller than they used to be. Granted, you're going to be a millionaire. But absolutely good for them if they want to sit out, uh, protect themselves. Uh, good for them. They, they deserve that. Yeah, so um, I agree with you. I, I think if they, want to, if they want to opt out, that's their choice. You know, I, don't, I, I think people are being way too hard. And, and even if people are opting in, like the, the Mackerel situation, right? He opts in, he plays, he wants to play with his teammates. He gets hurt, even though he's a top quarterback prospect. You know, maybe he didn't want to play for the shitty teams in the NFL, and that was his playing the whole time. I don't know, but you know, point is, like, <laughs> if if uh, if that's his choice to go out and play with his teammates, like, there's too much in the world today of, of people trying to dictate how other people should act in their lives. You know, like, just you know, if if you would opt out, good for you. You know, but he's not you. You know, so if he wants to go opt in, respect his decision to go opt in. Like, that's yeah. that's what I think. It was made, yeah. like I said. Yeah, I was just saying, a good, a good point is made about the NIL. Now, like I said, now they can make money. You know, we'll take Bryce Young, for example. A lot of those guys in college, that's where they're going to make those money. Once yeah, so they leave college, they don't have those deals. And an add-on question here is, will there be incentives to NIL deals? Like, you get an extra X amount of dollars if you play in the bowl game, if you get X amount of stats in the bowl game, if you score X amount of touchdowns in a bowl game, but yada, 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 you know what I'm saying? But like, if you get to a bowl game, you win a bowl game, will there be incentives in the NIL deal? And of course that's going to make people opt in more, you know? I mean, yeah. especially. Yep. Yeah. If, if the incentive is comparable to a difference in what Kevin said here, pick 15 and 20, then yeah, of course you're going to opt in. Like, you know, and, and and it's still very new. It's very raw. Obviously, this is the first year. And I think, you know, nobody knew. I mean, I mean, who was it? I mean, it was the uh, it was Auburn's quarterback. Well, the transfer. The I, I can't say his name because Kevin's still watching right now. But uh, but I think he got like a, a 
a lemonade or no, no, a sweet tea deal that was over like a million dollars of a company I never even heard of. Like, like you talked about bars or we talked about barstool sports, you know, being one of the bigger ones. And then all of a sudden these people are coming out of the woodwork, like, okay, we can pay these athletes for likeliness. They can really be, do some branding and really make us some money. So yeah, you're going to get that. But wouldn't you think, uh, yes, Milo's, which maybe that that must be a southern thing because I've never heard of that. Milo's Bro, companies are going to jump all over that. Yeah. I mean, even if you got That's what I'm million, saying. Like, oh, I mean, an athlete can take your your business from from here. To- oh yeah, absolutely. But I mean, wouldn't you think though? I mean, like with, with that being said too, like college, like okay, you create that college relationship when that athlete goes to. To the pros, what are, what are yeah, maybe kind of renegotiate. Already, that's what I'm saying. Maybe, <laughs> maybe the, maybe they're gonna renegotiate a, a deal. But with that relationship, wouldn't you think that would translate to the NFL? Like, I mean, they're still gonna wor- want to work with you, you know, for the most part. So, whatever. But that's but all about anyway, your foot in the door is. You know, Milo's got their foot. Yeah, in that's the door, what I'm saying. And and now you know, and you know, if as long as they do their job correctly, they've got him probably forever. They'll just renew that contract as much as they can. Oh yeah, so so absolutely. So we'll get into obviously. Uh, we Wait, talk can we talk about, about this last week? Because yeah, I like this. You, you have to here, obviously, here. obviously read it out because for podcast. Yeah, yeah. Right, Ryan in the comments. We need to treat the NFL like the soccer clubs in Europe. Promote the winner of the CFP and relegate Jacksonville. Okay. I love the idea of this. I just love. I wanted to bring this up because I love the promotion relegation. I think it adds another. Like, obviously, we're not going to promote college teams into the NFL. That makes no sense. But yeah. If we could if we could integrate relegation and promotion into US sports, fans would get 10 times nuttier. 10 times nuttier. I don't know how we do it. We don't have enough leagues, but anyways, that's all I wanted to say about that. We can move on now. Look at that. That that that, that hits close to home by the Eastern Michigan alums offering Caleb Williams a million dollar NIL deal to uh if he can go there, because his family did come out and say that he's just in the portal. He doesn't know where he's going to go. He just wants to go somewhere that's going to make him the best prospect. So, uh, but anyways, moving on, get into the bull picks. Um, Zach, Zach jumped me. Uh, he's 20 and 17. I'm 18 and 19. Really? The only thing I can do is sit at 500 and Zach's got it from here. So I, 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 I uh, pissed on my leg. Uh, in the heart of things, uh, I, I felt like I had some good picks. I, like I said, we talked about. I hit on Ohio State. I hit on Michigan State. Zach wasn't on those, but he, but he got them around me. So, um, so Zach, obviously, we got. Well, I mean, obviously, the only game that's left is uh, Alabama, Georgia. You got the number one versus number three. As of right now, it's it's three points spread. Fifty two is the over under. Which, speaking of which, how about that? Like I said, that uh, that Ohio State game, that over under could have hit in the first quarter. Oh but uh, but anyways. Alabama, Georgia. Like I said, bowl records. I'm at 18 and 19. You're at 20 and 17. No coming back for me, unless we want to do like a five point bonus point right here. You know, dude, we should. But let's I, put. Let's put a. Well, we're going by just record here, so we'll just go. Uh, we'll just say. Well, who are you picking? If we're picking different teams, then maybe I'll just pick whoever you don't pick on purpose. And we'll do, we'll I, I was it. actually just gonna say I'm gonna let you go, and I was pick against. You, oh God! See, now we're point, in. I, no, honestly, it, I I don't I don't think this is what Saban does. Saban's primed for this spotlight. Um, he's got. I don't give it, Bryce Bryce Young uh, rookie. I mean rookie freshman or not. Um, 
last time I watched Georgia's quarterback, uh, he just looked so lost. He looked miserable. He had no clue. Even with the, t- the time to game plan, I just don't think they match up with with Alabama. I just don't think. I even said in the Michigan Alabama game, I said the way. I mean, I'm sorry, Michigan uh, Georgia game. I said the way that you know they're going to be dominate or dominant or Jesus. I'm all over the places. Is that they need to control? They they need to control the ball. You know, control the line of scrimmage, run the ball, which whatever. And then I said, okay, you got to make Alabama run the ball. Well, they did that obviously. So, so they can adapt. Obviously coaching is, is the biggest thing. You know, I just, I, I can't as much as it pains me, my sister's now at Alabama. I, I can't root against Alabama. I think it's definitely Alabama's game to win. And, and, and you can, you can lock it up here. Don't, don't root against me just to root against me. But if you think Alabama's going to take it, take it. Dude, I, I was kind of leaning towards Georgia anyway, so that makes it easier. I, I, I think you're right. It's, it's it's so tough to go against Nick Saban because, like, I honestly think Georgia has to go down in the game, like early, and 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 almost to the point where it's it. See, the odds are even like Saban's not going to get comfortable with a lead. He knows better. He's such he's just such a good coach. You know, he's not going to get. But maybe maybe you get lucky. Maybe on this day. Saban woke up on the wrong side of bed and he goes up 10 nothing early and takes his foot off the gas pedal. May, just maybe, you know, because I feel like even if Georgia goes up 14 nothing, 14 3, something like that early, like Alabama can score so fast in the second half. Like they, I think they did it to Georgia the first time they played, you know? So, yes. like, I, I think, like, I literally think Georgia has to make Alabama feel comfortable in the game as opposed to feeling aggressive in the game. Because if Alabama plays aggressive for the whole game, which they can't do, they're going to win. But I'm, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to tell you I, I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, it is, it's, it's Bryce Young, Stetson Bennett. The, it's, it's versus each other right there. Bryce Young, true freshman, Heisman winner. There's, I mean, Bryce Young, e- even though like him and Stroud, uh, pretty much apples for apples, were, were pretty much on par, which granted, you know, he they played in the uh, SEC championship, uh, Ohio State playing the Big Ten championship, so that really hurt them. But Stetson Bennett, I just don't think – like, I don't know how Georgia I, – obviously, I didn't watch any Georgia games this year outside of the, the big ones. I just don't uh, – oh, I'm sorry. I thought Bryce – there we go. I got corrected. I'm good with that. For some reason, I thought he was a freshman. I don't know why. But anyways, um, uh, yeah, Stetson Bennett just doesn't do it for me. Like, like I said, last time I watched him, like – he was he was just like so out of sync, so clueless. There's nothing where where Bryce Young can can lead a team, can make things happen. Sesson Bennett has kind of like this is a bad comparison, but kind of like Jared Goff. Like yeah. the game plan has to be perfect for him for him to win. No, He's I mean I see make- it. Yeah, because they rely heavily on well their defense first of all and their running game, but you know their defense is so good that they get good field position. I think I saw that they have like they're in the top five. I don't remember if it was like two or three exactly, but they start like some of the best field position all year on average. So I could see, I could definitely see how you know he's just because I get the same feeling. I don't think Stetson Bennett's all that. Like I'm gonna be honest with you too. I'm I'm not gonna watch this game. I probably won't watch this game. I don't think I have any really? reason to watch this game. Like, I knew I, I just I've seen this game already. It happened a few weeks ago. Like I, you know. Oh yeah, I don't think there. Like I said, I don't think there's gonna be much difference. Uh, when when you're when you you play a team like Alabama this close together, I think you've got 
the better quarterback and obviously the better coach. You're not going to get out coached. You're not going to be able. I mean, literally, Alabama already lost this game. They're not going to do it again. So, so either way, I, I don't think this is really, really going to uh, surprise anybody. I don't think this is going to be uh, an overly exciting game. I would assume by halftime it's over with. Um, so, so yeah, but, uh, but either yeah, way, yeah, that, yeah, that's Kev, probably, I'll, I'll, I'll probably end up watching it. I talk a big talk, but like, I'm sure I'll get bored on Monday night and be like, oh, I'll turn this <laughs> on, you know, I'm sure, you know, I'll, I'll go into the day with the intention of not watching it, but I'm going to sit there going, I have nothing to do. Let me turn this game on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. But anyway, so we'll end it with the NHL and NBA and NCAA basketball news. Got a little topics from here. Uh, winter Classic, negative six degrees at game time. Blues beat the Wild six to four. I know Zach, that's right in your uh, wheelhouse. What did you think about that game? Uh, do you really get excited about these Winter Classics every year? Or? Mary redeemed a fifty thousand dollar cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun with over eighty casino style games to choose from. You too could win life changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to chumbacasino.com and give them a whirl. That's chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Dude, I mean, yeah, probably. I mean, throw throw me some shade. I don't care. I love these winter class. I put the blues hat on today to to tip the cap to them <laughs> winning the winter classic this year. Negative six, like you said, at game time, they're predicting it to be negative seven. I think it was negative ten by the end of the game. And it was don't quote me on this, but I think it was the fourth coldest uh temperature to start any professional game. And the first three were football games. It was like the ice bowls, some other so you know every like dallas was in like all of them for some reason like it was like dallas for screen bay dallas versus someone uh but then yeah it was this this hockey game was like fourth obviously the coldest hockey game ever um to the point where they had to warm up the ice before the game like that's crazy like i've, I've never heard of like having to warm up the ice to, to play because like, isn't that what isn't that what the zamboni does it lays down obviously the heat on top of the ice melts off that top layer so it just gives you that yeah, it lays down nice water. But I think it's like yeah, it's like water that's just above freezing. So yeah, it's technically warmer than the so ice. Still will freeze in a nice yeah. So either way, but but yeah, I mean, uh, and then obviously we saw the old commission come out and talk about uh, what the Olympics, saying that maybe we need to move it to you know from here on out or, or the juniors and the Olympics and stuff like that for the summer, kind of change things up. Which I, I've seen a lot of people talk about like. They should have done that years and years ago. I mean, did you did you see all that? I didn't see all Obviously, that actually. You being the hockey guy, like, I mean, are you like, I mean, not to take anything away from the sport, but say, I think what did he say about it? I I gotta look it up. You're gonna have to look it up or see if you can find it. But I know he pretty much said that, like, you know, we need to look into making the. I think actually Ryan uh, McCarthy had retweeted it. Um, Something he said, you know, this is something that I've been talking about for a while. But basically, uh, I'm not prepared here for this one. But I was throwing it out there. Hope, I was up. hoping that you heard about it. But uh, but yeah, it was just something about, you know, something about in uh summer or something. These these games need to take place during su- during summer. If Ryan Ryan must talk about Olympic off, hockey has to take place during yeah. the summer. Oh yeah, here we go. Batman has yeah, the, the ice out. hockey be summer Olympics. Yes, I mean, I don't yeah. know. I, I mean, 
I, I understand where he's coming from logically, but hockey's not played during the summer, you know, and it's it's not naturally a summer. Yeah, absolutely. That's what I was saying. But would it be good for hockey? I mean, I guess it probably it probably be one of those things that a lot of these players they probably don't want that wear and tear year round on their body. But you, sure. you also, I think it really opens up the opportunity for like these juniors, not necessarily junior players, but these other players, these young young bucks that that probably play more year round to find their skills, to have an opportunity to really make a splash in the Olympics. Because I mean, anymore, how I mean, obviously hockey is so, I mean, granted USA hockey is, is, is the, the, I guess the, the smaller, I wouldn't say the smaller though. What am I trying to say here? Zach, because, because, uh, well, because I'm hockey trying to figure is out so what you're trying to say. Check. So check, so all that stuff, like all, all the good players. I guess essentially, oh, oh, yeah. the Americans are not the 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 good players. It's so like maybe soccer. you bring up the young kids. Yes, yes, absolutely. So it's it's. I guess it's more international, is what I'm trying yeah. to say here. Yeah, so yeah. struggling for my words, and I've only had one drink. But but yes, I mean, I, I guess maybe it would open up an opportunity for younger kids and stuff like that um, to be more of a feature focal point year round. But yeah, I guess it's one of those things too, where you know, probably the veterans they're not going to want to play. Hockey year round, they're gonna. That's when their time. You know, they're not gonna worry about that kind of stuff. But uh, but either way, keep it keeping with hockey. I mean, that's a, I it's know a good. Gonna, like, I'm I'm all for the the fuckery that it would cause, right? Because if you've got like free agency <laughs> is in the summer, you know. So if you got guys that are free agents and they're and it hap- like they happen to be a free agent during the the Olympics that are going on that summer, like you could increase or decrease your your. That was just going crazy. Yeah, that was just playing. Yeah, based on how you play in the Olympics, or you could opt out of the Olympics to save your stock. You know, like it would create all kinds of crazy shit. Like I would be up for that. You know. And then, I know you're gonna love those kale makers. Uh, Insane goal. I know the old. uh, We got our old producer. She's probably got the old video for this one, doesn't she? Yeah, we're we're gonna we're gonna get it up here on screen Um, because this is absolutely nuts. This. It, okay, I'm gonna preface it and say that it's a, uh, it's during three, three on three hockey, right? So there's more space on ice. But this literally looks like a basketball crossover the way he drops this guy. Uh, let me see if I can get this on the. But anyways, uh, I don't you know, know why it, our, uh, why, our why are you getting decided to walk out on us. It's probably because you're moving in Tampa, but uh, but uh, with that, with that being said. Uh, how are your Oilers doing since since we've talked? Dude, not good. I don't think they're in the top. Why am I lagging? Oh, there we go. Um, now I haven't been in the top we since I uh, yeah, since I talked talk. Yeah, this this video is not uh, is not cooperating. That's fine. Um, Either way, you got a comment up there by by Ryan. He said we've had the Stanley Cup playoffs in consecutive years. Grant under special conditions, summer games means no midseason interruption and an opportunity to market the NHL globally. That's what I was saying. It gives a, a better opportunity to market the team, especially globally. Like I said, which actually globally, like you alluded to, Zach, America is probably the minority in this sport. Same thing with soccer. You know, we don't recognize it even though it has fans globally, like most, you know, live and die by it. So, uh, so yes, yeah, different. So things, it's like, uh, because, because summer, summer games means no mid season interruption, right? Okay. So mid season, but that only happens every four years when you have the Olympics and it, and, and it typically is no big deal. The only reason it is this time is because we have, you know, a pandemic, right? Which like, you're not banking on a pandemic happening all the time. Uh, an opportunity to market the NHL globally, 
I understand. But like, but like back in the day, it used to only be Canadians and Americans, you know, like, like hockey has only gotten more global. Uh, I think the issue is the game was opened up from America to Europe, right? So they came over and started competing in the NHL. They know all about us. We don't know anything about the European players and that's where the exposure comes from. That's what I think he's talking about globally. It's because people in America don't, we have no idea who the Swedish or Swiss or, you know, German international up and coming Russian guys. Yeah. We don't know who they are, you know? So that's what it could open up. I get, I get that. But, uh, but yeah, actually, with that being said, then uh, obviously getting out of NHL, we'll get into the uh, final topic here. Uh, both of us, Zach and I, we just we just come across this stuff in the news. We're not huge basketball guys, but obviously, uh, number one Baylor Bears beat uh, I, number eight Iowa State on New Year's Day to stay number one in NCAA basketball. NCAA basketball long season. I shouldn't say long season. Thirty some game season. Does it really matter if you're number one to start the season? Does yeah. it really matter if you're number one 10 games in? Does it really matter even if you're number one 20 games in the season? I feel yeah. like March Madness, I mean, it doesn't matter what your rank going into March Madness because you got four number one seeds. But really, I, I feel like that's the only sport where the number one seed really doesn't matter. Yeah. it's. Uh, I don't know why I threw this on a topic list. Honestly, because I think I, I think I saw this game happening on New Year's and I was like – we should probably throw some college basketball on the show, but uh, no, you're right. It's definitely number one. <laughs> number one matters the least uh, in, I mean, being, being number one, like being the best team, obviously it matters because you get technically an easier road in the tournament, but the tournament is set up so that literally anyone can win. Sometimes, sometimes six seeds have a stupid, easy path to the final four, you know, like it, it, it it's such a crapshoot that yeah being number one doesn't matter but it was cool to see a uh with and especially these games getting postponed like every day like i think number five and number four both were supposed to play tonight and they both got postponed so it's like you don't get very good games i guess you're not uh i shouldn't say that because you're not you're just not uh what's the word i'm looking for guaranteed you're not guaranteed to get good games all the time anymore because games are getting postponed. Yeah. So it was, it was nice to see a, uh, it was nice to see a cool game on new year's day. There's a lot going on on yeah. new year's day. Yeah, there was, it was nice. Absolutely. It was the, the sports Mecca kind of, kind of beats yeah. there. So but, uh, switching from the sunset know, at the Rose Bowl uh, to the negative six at the winter classic was very interesting. There, was, there you go. Absolutely. So, um, but uh, with that being said, that's, that's what we got um, before I hand it over to you. Um, as far as anything on your round table, anything that you really need to sound off on anything that's just been burning in you or, or, or not so much this week. Dude, I'm trying to think. I, 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 I should have wrote it down. I feel like I had a, a burning topic for the round table this week and I can't remember it. So I don't have, I don't I feel have like any. we get, we get, we, the past couple of shows we've got to this point and we're like, no, we pretty much covered everything. So, I know. but, uh, but no, uh, uh, with that being said, Antonio Brown, we, we kicked off the show. We'll end the show there. Um, it, it's going to be very interesting because, again, uh, we talked about it earlier. CTE is always thrown around with Antonio Brown, especially ever since that Bonta Burfett hit. It seemed like it changed his career, rightfully so. Like, that was crazy. Um, you know, things went – but, you know, every year, every – there's something going on and you kind of roll your eyes with the guy mm-hmm. and you see what happened on the sidelines. It, 
I, I feel like this is going to be – okay, so then we'll just say this, 30 for 30. That's my burning table. Who's going to be it? Urban Meyer had the first 30 for 30 or Netflix series or Antonio Brown. Who, who's going to have it between these two guys? That's, that's TV that I want to see, not because I want to make fun of their life or because – I shouldn't say their life because they're financially more successful yeah. than me. But uh, but as far as you know, you don't know what these demon these people have. You know, right. Urban's been through the ringer. Uh, did he do it to himself? Probably for the most part. Same thing with AB. But kind of on the flip side with with Antonio Brown, you're looking at the opposite side of things where he's been the fingers been pointed at him. He's always been wrong, wrong, wrong. Where now maybe the tables will turn where he's gonna he's really gonna put the NFL on notice and say, you know, you're not gonna do this to me. It's not a in, in owners league, coaches league, the the players have these rights. Which don't get me wrong, I'm just insinuating. But with, with some of the tweets and stuff that he's released, it'll, it'll be interesting to see. Um, so so yeah, it'll it'll be it'll be crazy. But uh, I'm gonna but, say uh, yeah, I mean, I'm gonna say Antonio Brown gets one before Urban Meyer. Um, and I'll pose a question to you: Will we see Antonio Brown in the NFL again? Nah, I just think. At this point, I don't – I think he's going to – I think I'm with you there. I, I hate to say this because the Kaepernick situation is totally different, but I think there's going to be some sort of black ball that it's just – it is what it is at this point. It, it's it's no more – he's burning those bridges rightfully so. If, if a coach told you X, Y, and Z and he's lying about it, he's outing that coach. But on the flip side, it's, it's a business and it's not going to happen. Yeah. And it's tough. It's tough because, like, it, it really. I think it doesn't matter how this shakes out. Like, even if Antonio Brown was in the right, right? Let's find out. You know, let's just find out that that he was in the majority of the right in this situation. It, it's still going to stain him. Like, I, I still don't think that. It's hard to say because he's so good, right? And and he and he and he yeah. can, can he still can contribute. I think so. It's tough to say, but I just think that. I, th- <laughs> I want to say it's been one too many, but I feel like it was one too many. Four times ago, you know, so I, you just never know. <laughs> but, uh, but anyways, that uh, concludes our show tonight. We appreciate you guys jumping in. Uh, feel free weekly, obviously Thursday nights. We, we try to go at about nine o'clock unless I'm having dental surgery. Then it might push it back unless, you know, I'm running out of town. Then we might push it up. Uh, there's no consistency with me. I feel bad for Zach. I'm just glad he stands next to me. Uh, he, he's my homie. He, he's my, uh, my partner in crime. He's always there for me. He, he, he keeps the producer in check. That's that's what matters. So, so but I uh, appreciate you guys joining in tonight. We'll be uh, we'll be back next week, hopefully at uh, 9 p.m. Either way, we'll we'll let you know. But uh, but I know that the producer has been working on some clips, so we'll get those clips uh, edited and stuff like that. Throw those out there. But uh, I appreciate you guys jumping in on behalf of myself. Like I said, always Mike Brown, Zach Mack. Uh, appreciate you guys jumping. We'll see you guys all next week. Join us next week. Find out what shit Mike got into this time.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.